Hey, what's going on everybody? This is Carlo of 4GQ TV. We have a very special guest today, which I'm very excited to talk to. Also, real quick, co-host is Paris and Paul, as you've seen them on 4GQ TV. But our special guest today, he's been in a, a huge video game release, as you can see from behind us. I mean, the scores are tremendous. It's a very big, successful game. So, Verlon Roberts, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And thank you for coming on. Yeah, great to meet you guys. Um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, name's Verlin. I am a uh, an actor and a writer. I am a Marine Corps veteran. I'm a father. I'm a mentor. I'm a husband. I'm a human like you guys, just trying to find happiness and success and balance every day. So, um, yeah, I'm just a, a, a small town kid that had big dreams and didn't see doorways to that. And uh, and now in my second half, I'm trying to open some of those doorways, man. That's that's who I am. Nice, nice, nice. <clears throat> uh, you mentioned veteran. Um, uh, did you serve uh, in the Marine Corps? Yep, I was in the Marine Corps. I joined um, joined right out of high school, mm -hmm. and uh, was itching to go. I mean, I grew up, I grew up in a small town in Georgia called Blairsville, and it's literally like right in the center of the mountains. Beautiful mm -hmm. place, but growing up, it can be boring. So I was yeah. looking for an escape, and um, and I always loved the military and and felt that need to to serve and give back so i joined the marine corps and i was ready to go and then one week before i was ready to go from friends and i were out on the lake drinking some beers riding the jet ski broke my broke my collarbone messed my shoulder up i had to call oh, no. my recruiter like that week i was about to ship to boot camp hey sergeant allen um yeah i'm not gonna be able to go to boot camp i'm in the emergency room so um yeah so I, I had to put that on hold for a few months and uh, I healed up and eventually got to go. But yeah, I um, I was in for 20 years and I retired and I owe a lot to the Marine Corps. I, I grew up without a father, so I always kind of felt like there was a lot of things I was lacking, you know, discipline, structure. Um, mm -hmm. My mom was terminally ill and she just she didn't have the capacity uh, to be there in that in that sense. So um, the Marine Corps, Marine Corps gave me a lot. It gave me my drive and discipline that um, that now, as I you know, pretty new into the acting world, only a few years in. Oh wow, that tenacity and that drive and that discipline that the Marine Corps gave me, wow, it's paying off now. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it can be intense. Like uh, I was in the Navy for eight years, so I totally understand and feel you on sort of like growing. Like, I grew up without a father, also, so it's uh, sort of like when you meet other people in the military, it's like a whole bunch of similarities of growing up, like, you know, parents or whatever, and no father figures and stuff like that. So, and that's sort of where the bond and, and things like that come from. And it's, and it's pretty cool. I like, I love talking to federal vet, uh, fellow veterans and stuff like that. So that's, that's awesome. Um, thank you for your service too. So. Yeah. Great. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I got to say definitely thank you for your service as well. And, you know, sorry to hear about everything that you had to go through to get where you are today. But uh, certainly glad that now that you're, you know, sharing your skills with the world and in, uh, in your acting and, and voice acting. And I have to ask you this question. How did you get into voice acting? Well, it, it kind of just worked out. I because like I said, it was a childhood dream of mine. I always wanted to be an actor and a stand up comedian. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> um, but after retiring, I, you know, I was, I actually taught high school for a couple of years after I retired. And every day mm-hmm. I would talk to these kids about their dreams. And then one day it just, it hit me like a, like a brick. I was like, man, what about your dream? You know, seriously, mm-hmm. what, what about that dream? T- time is ticking away. Um, and I went home that day and I told my wife, Hey, I want to resign and I want to go to acting school. Mm-hmm. And my wife being awesome as hell, she said, okay, let's do it. And so I put in my notice and I, we were living in Seattle at the time and I uh, started researching acting schools. I found Seattle film Institute. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. I found them. I, uh, and I jumped in, I uh, jumped into their, their year conservatory program and started learning what it takes to be an actor. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got to train under Amanda Burse who played Marcy on married with children. Uh, Yeah. I grew up watching that show and loved that show and I loved Marcy. And so mm-hmm. I remember the first day, um, showed up to class. They didn't tell you who your teacher was going to be. And Amanda Burst walks in. I was like, <laughs> I was stoked. So I got to yes. train with her for, a, for an entire year. And at the end of that school, uh, at the end of the school, they have a, a talent showcase and they bring in all the agents in Seattle and they, they watch us perform. Um, I was uh, blessed and lucky enough to get signed with Topo Swope, which is a, uh, a, a great talent agency in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, um, and boom, that, I think it was my first, first big audition. I think I may have, there was like a couple non-union industrials that I may have done, but this was my first big audition out of school. And I get the script and it's all secret, you know, but I know the terminology because I, I grew up on the game and I was like, oh, wow, this is for Halo. <laughs> and um and just the the script that they gave us to read and everything everything played right in line with the marine mm-hmm. corps and 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 what i did in the marine corps i was i was in the infantry so i don't know it just connected with me i was like hey i i i know this spartan yes and so <laughs> i went i did the tape with a buddy of mine cade who um who's also in the game um and he he uh, auditioned as well so we did the the recording together and we both booked it and and then that's that was like my first taste with voice acting and mocap um and then from there i just kind of fell in love with it i mean the whole experience with 343 and doing the mocap um it, it was it was it was magical so then i started looking more into voiceover and um realizing that it's a whole another world, you know, you have, you have TV and film acting, commercial acting, voice acting is an, it's a whole new beast. And, um, there's so much out there and I'm still, you know, trying to break into that, um, here in LA. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, what excites me about that is I'm not getting any younger and I mean, you can do, you can do voice acting well into your, you know, seventies, eighties, or even longer. So, yeah. Sorry, that year delay must have killed you when you couldn't tell anybody what you'd done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, especially at first, because at first it was so fresh and exciting and yeah. new. And then other projects come along and then, you know, it kind of loses yeah. it loses that steam a little bit. But um, but oh, yeah, at, at first I was um, I, I was like I was like a kid again, like going back to, you know, the little version of me playing mm-hmm. the very first Halo. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, that's an incredible story right there. Now, have you had a chance uh, to take a break and play some Halo since uh, since you voice acted in it? 
Yeah, I have. I I've played. Well, as soon as the beta came out, I downloaded it. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I have I have children. I have four year old twins. Okay. So anybody that that doesn't have kids, just know that there's a lot of excitement that comes with that and a lot of work. So I don't get to pay, play a whole lot, but um, mm -hmm. I've definitely got some hours under my belt with the multiplayer, and um, I've been playing the campaign um here and there as well um mm -hmm. but it's hard to get away from that multiplayer it's um it's, 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 it's pretty fun but yeah i've been playing some pockets um i'm trying to stay away from all the spoilers because i mean some people beat the campaign in like six eight hours and um <laughs> yeah there you go you're one of them so there's a lot of spoilers out there uh right. so i'm trying to stay away from it i just just taking my taking my time through the campaign and really soaking mm -hmm. in that world because they um uh, 343 created something pretty awesome and it's fun to explore every little detail right yeah. so i'm curious have you played it in front of your kids have they gone that's daddy's voice coming out of the tv yeah you know they i mean they're four so they kind of get it um i think my son gets it more than my daughter because he's just he's he's at that age where he's getting into like action figures and yeah. and all right. that so i think he gets it a little more um but yeah, I, I've showed them a little bit. I, I you know, I don't I didn't introduce yeah. them to the to all the uh, all the grand Halo violence, but I did, I did show them a little bit. <laughs> they probably like my daughter. I was gonna say my daughter when I get on camera or stuff like that. They, she just like, she, and she's six, and she's still oh, she just thinks it's YouTube or whatever video or some sort of Zoom call or Teams call or whatever that I'm doing for work. So. They just don't even, they don't even fathom it yet. So it's, <laughs> they'll get there though. And they'll yeah. be so way more advanced at it than us. It's going to be crazy. So, oh so yeah. Three, I think four, about three, that all the time. A, three, four, three going to give you an action figure so you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know like even, even before this game came out, I think mega blocks had a couple of like, you know, just purple Spartans that they, um, mm. they called Spartan Griffin. But as far as anything um, that looks like me or anything, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But the other day it was funny. My uh, my um, my kids asked me. They were like, and it kind of came out of nowhere. They asked, "So in Halo, if you're fighting aliens, why do you have to kill them?" <laughs> <laughs> I think it was my daughter that asked that, and she's very I don't know. She's she's very mature, and uh, yeah. but she had, like was really thinking about that. Like, huh, you're fighting aliens, but why why do you have to kill them? <laughs> and that that question caught me off guard because, as you know, with young kids, you gotta. You gotta make sure your filter's in check and like, hmm, how do I answer this question? So uh, yeah, I just told her, I said, well, if we don't kill them, they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. They're destroying the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So uh, within within the Halo um, campaign, I mean, there it, it's not a secret because they showed this in different advertisements, but every time that you hear master chief respond to something it's like we finished the fight so does that remind you a lot of like uh, like how the military operates or anything it's like a mission and a goal and that goal has to be completed oh yeah i i see a lot of um a lot of similarities because i mean master chief he is i mean he's all all about the mission um, and obviously his fellow Spartans and there's so, so much tied into that in the Marine Corps. Um, you know, Marine Corps it, it is, and, and they'll, they'll tell you, I mean, it's mission first, you know, mission first, um, and taking care of, um, 
those around you. And, and I feel like master chief, um, you know, he, he, that's, 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 that's his walk. He talks that walk and a uh, mission first and he cares about his Spartans. Um, oh yeah. So when I, I remember when I, you know, started seeing some of the script and stuff, it, um, I don't know, it just, you spend 20 years part of an organization and then, and then you, you know, you read some of these military scripts or, or the things like halo and it just, I don't know, it connects, it connects in you. Like, all of a sudden, I started thinking of leaders that like, oh, yeah, I remember this Staff Sergeant Gifford. Like, he reminds me of Master Chief, just the way he walked and his whole demeanor. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Frank Gifford. Like, God, he could be a Master Chief. You know, he, he just brings up memories, all these Marines, these, you know, I've worked with some pretty hardcore Marines. And, uh, right. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was just uh, harping on when you were talking about voice acting into your 70s, you know, the, the voice actor that did like Optimus Prime and and, and all, all the Transformers and, and stuff like that, you know, Starscream. And it's just like if you can once you once you're able to unlock that that door and you're in there and you're, you know, consistently getting booked, it's like you can go for a long, long, long time. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's yeah, that's that's my goal is. You know, because I'm still new in L.A. I've only been here a couple of years. And, mm. um, you know, it's, it's a tough industry to break into acting in, in general. And voice acting is a whole nother door to bust through. Um, so that's kind of what I'm focusing on now is just just getting better. You know, I want to get better. I'm actually in a in a voiceover class right now uh, working on a, a piece of copy for Starscream. So um, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I've been working on that a little bit. And then. Um, yeah, I'm just getting better and growing. Um, looking for a voiceover agent here in LA. I have one in Seattle, but I definitely want a dedicated voiceover agent that's here in LA so I can, you know, start working for more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, keep up the fight. I wish you all the best in that. I think you'll be I think you'll be pretty good. Um, so it's be awesome to see. So it's cool. Now you did mention uh, that you did some small, uh, small work, um, you know, outside of Halo uh, on the pre-call. Uh, what was that about? The um, uh, you mean the short? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, um, yeah. I finished up a couple of. There's a short that I just finished up here called The Rising that was shot here in L.A. And what was cool about that is the the filmmaker um, Mila, uh, she brought in a, a bunch of vets. You know, she she really wanted uh, a bunch of um, um, vet actors to be a part of it. So I got to act with um, a lot of former Marines, a couple former Army um, guys, and it, it was cool. But it's called The Rising. Um, it's a it's a pretty cool story. It's kind of a spin on some futuristic sci-fi and the. Um, Oh gosh, what's the uh, the term just slipped my head? Uh, what's the 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 people that call themselves the Q Canon QAnon? Oh, QAnon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like a spin on that. So it's an interesting story, but that's called the Rising. Um, mm -hmm. And she's uh, she's finishing up uh, post right now and is going to be um, submitting that to festivals. And then um, I just finished a project in Portland um, called Half Sisters. Um, it was a it's a feature. It's a thriller. And um, I was stoked for that because, you know, living in the Pacific Northwest for three years and seeing like that there's not a lot of major TV and film being shot there. 
Mm-hmm. And and that always bothered me because I mean I feel like the Pacific Northwest is a beautiful scenery to shoot in, and it's it's just a it's a cool spot. So um, Devin Devin the director um, he you know he decided hey I want to shoot this feature in in Portland, and um, that's a great story. It's a thriller, lots of twists and turns. That's going to be coming out in 2022 called Half Sisters, and um, and I I like his stories because he. I don't know. He always ties something in there. Like there's a there's a huge seed of about racism in this story. You know, he could have he could have just all his stories seem to have, you know, some type of impact. Um, mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that. Half sisters. It's it's a uh, it's going to be good. But um, yeah, I, I played a small town police officer in that. That was just, you know, kind of. Um, Maybe kind of lazy, not the the greatest at this job. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going on there. She's just like, what am I? You know? Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be cool. I, I, there's like in movies when you have like the police officers that are, are like, you know, that are uh, some of them are outgoing and trying to figure out what's going on, and then some of the other ones are like a small town, you know, yeah. or being paid under the table or something like that. It's pretty cool. They always they always have some sort of twist. Stuff like yeah. that. And then at the end of the movie, they do something really good and then they save the day or something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think. Um, town's on fire behind them and they're like, nothing to see here. No problem. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to say something, Carl? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I was just going to say, um, but I guess like my ideal role, like my mm-hmm. ideal role, if, if, you know, everyone always says, hey, write, write a role for yourself. Um, and that would be, there's there's a Kevin Costner movie. I think it came out maybe early 90s um, mm-hmm. where he was just, during the day, he was just, you know, he was, he was a dad and a husband, went to work. But at night, um, he was a serial killer. And he had mm-hmm. this whole, like, room in his garage. Was it Mr. Jones or? Yeah, Mr. Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that would be my ideal role um, is something that, you know, at, at day you're just, you know, you're just going to work, you're loving dad, but at night, um, you maybe you transform into something a little darker and, yeah. um, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I think that's, that's what I'm looking out for. And I'm, um, yeah, I'm working on a script that has a little bit of that, mm-hmm. um, a little, a little bit of that in it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, and also stretches yourself as far as when it comes to acting, right. Cause it's sort of like, not cliche, right? There's always there's a challenge because you got to play, play two different parts in the movie. Like you're in the day, you're just happy go lucky. You're working, you're coming home, playing with your kids, and having fun and doing sort of the the normal thing. And then at night, it's you got to change to this character. That's a probably if it's a darker character like Mr. Jones, Kevin Costner. He was you know he was talking to himself right? or his that image that was talking to him, right? Uh, was that his dad? I don't even know. I can't remember if that was his dad or not, but he was talking. Yeah, to it's been a while. I think it was his yeah. dad. And then eventually he kind of went on to, I think, pass it on to his daughter, his if daughter, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. At the end, yeah. maybe she was going to pick up the helm and start mm-hmm. murdering people. <laughs> right. He was like, you know, she's going to get you, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, I know. <laughs> I got to go look this up now. I don't know. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Jones, it's, a, it's an interesting mm-hmm. movie. It's a thriller. It's a, it's a, it's pretty good. You don't think you'll like it. Yeah. 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 So I know that you mentioned that you got to meet, uh, and I forget her name, forgive me, but um, from Married with Children, 
in your in your class. Have you ever run into anyone else yet in the industry that you've looked up to or maybe this is somebody that you saw on TV and you're like, wow, I, I know you from so and so? Um, no, I haven't. There's not a lot of um celebrity run-ins. My very first time that I ever I was stationed in San Diego. I just got stationed in San Diego mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'd never been to LA or Hollywood. This was oh god, this was year probably 10, 11 years ago. And um, so I wanted to come up to LA and, you know, walk around Hollywood, came up there. The only celebrity I saw during that weekend, well, maybe I shouldn't say celebrity, was Ron Jeremy. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So uh, that was my first, first time like seeing someone that like, Hey, I've seen your work, man. But um, anyway, the, um, but this year, so I, I'm lucky enough to, I got, it's, it's a random selection, but I got selected to be on the SAG Awards nominee um, committee. So I get to vote oh, on the nice. SAG Awards this year. And what comes along with that is you get you get invited to a lot of these screenings. Um, so I've been to several screenings um, and you don't, you don't really get to meet the actors afterwards, but you get to listen in on a Q&A. So mm. I, uh, a few weeks ago, I went and saw Stillwater and I got to listen to a Q&A. And, um, you know, they have Matt Damon up there with the director and they're answering questions. So, you know, kind of got to see him, but you still get to see them in their, you know, when they're, they're not acting, they're just up there as themselves answering questions. Um, and he seemed, you know, he seemed like a, a down to earth, pretty cool guy. I just went to another screening, um, a couple of days ago and we watched, um, pig and Nick cage came out and took Mm -hmm. some questions. And that was awesome because I'm I'm a huge Nick Cage fan. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about him when he's when he's on screen, he's electrifying and he pulls you in. And no matter what he's doing, it's just it's awesome. So um, and he had that same presence as soon as he walked out. Say he had these like leather pants on, big big bright <laughs> gold jacket. Um, but he seems super cool. And uh, and that movie, wow, that. I hadn't watched it yet because I was waiting, hoping to go to a screening. And um, mm. if you haven't seen the movie Pig, like I didn't know what to expect. I knew a little bit of the story, right. but wow, man, what a great film! And it honestly, it it tore me up. Like I was emotional. I don't know. It just had me thinking about like my dad and like relationship with my kids. And uh, it was yeah, great story. Yeah. But um, that's it. But my favorite, like who I would love to meet and who I um aspire to kind of you know following their footsteps is um ed harris ed harris Mm -hmm. he's just um, one of my favorite actors he's awesome and everything you know from truman show to the rock i mean flexible versatility Mm -hmm. um i got to see him in the play um buried um, buried child from uh, sam shepherd who's my favorite playwright um and wow him he's just he's awesome yeah yeah Ed Harris is a pr- really good actor. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing, and that's that's what I I try to I try to I try to emulate that. Like I I because I like to have fun, but I also like to get pretty serious. I always say, mm-hmm. I, if if Ed Harris and John Cena were to have a love child, <laughs> that's me. There he is. <laughs> Ed Harris, yeah. I think he was his recent. Harris has ever been in anything bad. I don't think he's ever done anything bad. <laughs> well, when he's in the movie, it's, it's going to be good. So that's sort yeah. of the, yeah. the thing, you know. Uh, once you uh, once you reach a certain plateau of, you know, you can sort of pick yeah. and.
choose whips and things and which movies you want to be in and stuff. So, yeah, Yeah. turn down stuff or accept stuff. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. um, Do you, uh, uh, what do you like to do during your free time? You know, take care of your kids and stuff, but other than, you know, are you still into, are you into any outdoor sports and, and things like that? Rock climbing, hiking, skiing, snowboarding, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we we do a little bit of everything. We're 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 big into outdoors. Do a lot of hiking. Um, during the pandemic, we actually bought a camper van. Um, that's something ah. that we wanted to do in Seattle and never got around to it. Um, mm-hmm. But at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, couldn't really travel, so we bought a camper van and we 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 we've been doing that a lot. Um, and actually, kind of turned it into a little side hustle as well. Um, started renting it out on Outdoorsy. And, um, and it's turned out to be, it's turned out to be great. You know, it's slowed down a little bit now that school's back and the, you know, things are kind of back open, but during the pandemic, I, I couldn't, I couldn't use it myself because it was just always <laughs> rented, which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, outdoors, um, I'm a big tennis player. I, uh, oh. it's funny. I got into tennis in, um, my freshman year, uh, to actually, to meet girls. Cause I saw the tennis <laughs> team and I was like, I was like, wow, I need to get into tennis. So I, <laughs> got on the tennis team, but ended up falling in love with it and taking lessons. And I've just mm-hmm. played, you know, I played ever since freshman year. Um, so yeah, I play tennis a few times a week, a lot of hiking. Um, I love to ride motorcycles. I have a Ducati that I, um, that I, um, that I ride a lot. And mm-hmm. that's, it's kind of, it's kind of part of my prep. So if I'm working on a character, it's one of my favorite things to do is like once I have a grasp of, of who they are and what they want and everything going on is I like to just go on a ride as that character. You know, if, if I was that character and and I'm on my motorcycle, because, you know, that's when you do you do a lot of your thinking and and soul searching and you just, you know, you see the world and, and let it impact you. So I, I try to do that as that character and and how they would go on a ride and how they would take in the world. Um but I like to I like to try new things. Any anytime there's something that's like I've never tried that or that seems scary, um, I, I like to I like to uh, give it a try and see what it's all about. Awesome, yeah, yeah. You embody that character, bring it in and uh, absorb it, and just sort of leave, breathe, uh, leave, <laughs> live and breathe it. Right? Um, I've, I've you yeah. know, heard stories of you know some of the. You know, Hollywood actors sometimes will, you know, on even on the set, even if they're at, you know, off the set or, you know, when they're walking around, they're not even shooting. They want to go by that character's name. Call me that name. Like, don't call me my my real name. Call me the character's name. So, so they can totally embody it. You know. Some yeah. more aggressive than others, like based off some of the stories that have come out. But it is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I would do it too if I was an actor. I think it, yeah, I think each character is different, you know, um, Mm -hmm. there may be some characters that, that you need that, you know, maybe you need that, that level of depth and then for some not, but, um, my, my thing is to each their own, as long as you're not hurting anyone, you know, physically or emotionally, whatever it takes to, to get you there, as long as you're not harming anyone, then hey, so be it. So when you do, when you're working on projects, um, you know, I'm not sure how many projects you've worked on so far overall, but uh, when there's other actors involved, do you go outside to watch them play their parts? 
or do they usually call you at a different time to come play your part? Yeah, usually um, there's not a lot of rehearsal time. You know, uh, say you're playing a character, um, you know, you both have been cast. Mm -hmm. You show up on set the day of and um, and you go for it. You know, these days things are moving pretty fast. Um, you know, like the like the short I worked on. I mean, she was financing that all of herself. So mm -hmm. you don't you don't have a lot of time to do multiple takes. Um, and especially on a professional set, you, you don't have time because, you know, you're talking, I mean, millions and millions of dollars speeding away. Um, so, you know, you're expected to show up ready to go. Um, director, obviously give you some direction here or there, but um, you're only doing a few takes, you know, I mean, each project's different, but for the most part, you're only doing, you know, a few takes and then, and they're moving on. So you gotta be ready to go. Not a lot of time for rehearsal. You don't get to show up and say, okay, Hey, you know, you guys get to go rehearse for a couple hours and then we'll shoot it. <laughs> now you show up ready to go. So, um, which, which is good. I mean, I do, you know, I like to do a lot of prep on my own anyway. And I just like to, um, I train with an awesome guy named Rod Roland. Um, mm -hmm. he, he's an amazing actor and, uh, he was just in the finale of the walking dead, a uh, very intense oh, actor, but what he, um, what he calls is pressure proofing it. You know, so I like to show up pressure proof that no matter what happens on that set, I know I'm ready to go. I'm I'm flexible. I'm ready to play, and um, right. and I can you know try to give it to you any way any way that you're looking for it. So what he calls pressure proofing, and I I, I know I like that I like that terminology because you show up on right. set, you got lights everywhere, cameras everywhere. It's 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 a different feeling than if you're in an acting class or you're practicing on your own and you show up. It's yeah. You you get yeah. you got you got to be ready for that. Yeah. yeah, especially you know they they're ready to go. They're like, hey, you got hired for this job. This is professional. This is let's go. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, I'm going to get it. Let's do this, right? I don't yep. have time to be messing around. So, um, yeah, no, that's awesome. You know, yeah. prepare yourself, stay on top of the, stay ready. You know, and then you know, like as you said, you know, pressure proofing. I, I'm, I'm assuming that it also ties into any changes that they may have, like right then and there. They're like, okay, we're well, instead of doing it this way, we're going to shoot it this way also, just to get a couple different takes and different angles and stuff like that, just to make sure that we can pick the right shot in the editor room or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. yep. There's there's um there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, it's all um it's just like anything else though. It's it's a team, you know, and if every every person on set isn't doing their job then um then it's not going to work so you know if you if, you, if there's a show or a movie that you love that just everything is amazing just know right. that every single person that worked on that w was bringing their best and it, and it all came together you know um because there's uh so many moving pieces you know that was that was probably my the biggest thing for me is like I, you know, I knew I had an idea what acting was and and everything, but then you go into acting school or, and then you actually get on these sets and you pull back the curtains on really what it is to to make something. Um, it's impressive. It's impressive, yeah. and how many people that it takes. You know, it's a uh, it's 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 a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, and it's a totally evolving business, and you know. COVID and all the stuff that's going on and then, you know, all the movies that are coming out and stuff like that, all the different genres and all the stories that are being told and being created. So there's, there's definitely um, a lot of things going on with the industry, which, which, I, um, which, which I love the fact that mm -hmm. people are able to 
do all that stuff and, and including yourself, um, not just, you know, the Hollywood sort of aspects of things, you know, just strictly sort of movies, but then you have video games, like, you know, you just did Halo and, 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 and like, if you, if, you, if there's other games and stuff like that, that may have come up and stuff, you know, you may be able to get into those too. And it's just the industry as a whole for voice actors is, is I think it's up and coming. It's sort of like this, it's there, but people are like, oh, you know, yeah, I was the voice in this game. They're like, oh, okay. Well, what did you know this game <laughs> made a hundred million dollars, right? So just, uh, yeah. you know, you just sort of go through that and you're just like, wow, okay. Well, yeah, these, these, these are very important, uh, actors and and they sh- they all should be acknowledged too for all the great work they do so it's cool yeah yeah it's a, it's a lot and and video games i mean i mean look at some of these cutscenes. like i mean look at the cutscenes from halo i mean any yeah. of these games that are coming out and i mean it's it's all storytelling you know and mm-hmm. and but they're just getting more and more realistic you know the mm-hmm. acting's getting more realistic the, the the graphics everything is so real so mm-hmm. so yeah i mean gaming is I mean, it's only going up from here and it's, it's just, it's growing every day popularity. Um, I mean, being a part of this game kind of got me back into gaming. I, I gamed from, I grew up gaming. I think it was about my early to mid thirties is when I stopped, I stopped playing. Yeah. Cause I was still in the Marine Corps. I was stationed in Virginia beach, uh, had a pretty stressful job, had a lot going on. And, um, and I kind of felt like, oh man, gaming is kind of, hurting me to get towards my goal so i just quit it cold turkey i i get i got rid of my xbox and everything and, and then i quit but i always missed it always because it's it's that escape that outlet right. um and then so when i had the opportunity to be a part of halo um i knew i knew i would i had to get back into the gaming so um finally got my hands on an xbox you know the scalpers made that tough, but <laughs> finally got one. And um, so, yeah, it feels good to be playing again. And it's, um, you know, we all need that, I don't know, that escape, that just something you can go do and you can just kind of put the world off for, for an hour or so. So gaming the last um, last couple months have, has helped me out with that a lot. Awesome. So, Rick, what kind of games were you into growing up and what kind of games are you getting back into now? Uh, well, Halo. I mean, I played all all the Halo. I was a huge Halo fan. Um, any any first person shooter I liked. Um, Hitman. I was a big um, Hitman. Yeah, mm-hmm. Agent Forty Seven. A big fan of that. Um, and here lately, I mean, Halo is really the only thing I've been um, playing lately. Um, there's a couple couple games that are coming out that that have me excited. Um, but again, it just comes down to to the time and how much how much i can play but uh yeah right now right now it's been all halo nice nice sweet well um uh i know we're running short on time so um i just wanted to ask a few questions that uh carlo myself and paul we always we always want to know a few things uh uh, one is uh what's your favorite food you know and then uh the next one is uh Wait, don't Pineapple. ask him the next one until he tells us what his favorite okay, food is. Okay, okay, what's your favorite food? Okay, what's your favorite food? And then we'll oh, favorite food. Man, that's so tough. Um, <laughs> I guess if I had to just, if I had to choose one thing, man, I'd have to say pizza. I'd say pizza. That leads us right into the next question. <laughs> All right. Pineapple, yes or no? Pineapple's on pizza, yes or no? No way. 
No. All right. Right yes. answer. That is the right answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my mom, my mom would always get pineapple on the pizza and she knew I didn't like it. But mm -hmm. when I was a kid, it didn't matter. She was like, nope, that's what we're getting. You can just pick it off. Pick it off but like, right. have you ever tried picking off crushed pineapple <laughs> off of pizza? You can't. And I'm like, no, mom. Now I don't even want the pizza. But yeah, so it's 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 a hard no for me. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. We're, 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 waiting for, we're waiting for people. Someone to say yes. So far we've been over. Yeah, I don't know. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think they watch our previous interviews. They go, gotta say no to that question, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it or it could just be a sign of super, you know, success where yeah. all the successful people are like, no pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, um go ahead, Carlo. I just wanted to say um I want to thank you for your time and coming on the show. Um you're amazing. Your stories are are epic. Uh your journey of where you came from and where you are now and all the stuff that you do. I th I think it's amazing how you you know you have your you have twins and then you're a father figure and you're an actor, you're a vet, you know, and it's just all that uh is really inspiring. Uh, your story of where you came from. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I like to do a lot of mentoring and that's what I, that's what I try to tell, you know, these young kids coming up is, mm -hmm. is no matter what it is, just, just believe it and, and go for it. You know, I didn't have a lot of confidence as a kid and I just, um, I didn't have the, the healthiest of, of bases to get started from. Um, and it wasn't later in life till I, you know, started developing that confidence and that, that drive to go for it. But yeah, I just, I just want, I want everyone to know that whatever it is to go for it, you know, you got one life times ticking away so fast. It's scary almost. So just go for that thing that you really, really, really want. And, and you're also proof that, you know, cause you were a Marine for like you said, what, 20 years. Yeah. So this whole becoming an actor thing, is like a second life, you know, yeah, you, it you is change late in your life. Yeah. And so that shows even people like me that it's never too late to pick up something new and move forward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, exactly. You, uh, you you don't know until you try. And and that's, right. you know, that's where I'm at. I started this journey about three years ago and I told myself um, I was going to go all in with it and do my best and, and see where it got me. Um, and, and so far, I'm happy. I mean, even if I book even if I didn't book anything else ever again, I'm happy of, of the things that I have got to be a part of and get to be a part of Halo. I feel like I've already won, you know? Right. So whatever happens from here on out is, is, is bonus. So I'm just, you know, stoked. Nice. Yep. Nice. You are a part of gaming history, no matter what happens from here on out. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, that's right. I mean, people, there you people go. People are going to know there your you voice and your, you know, whatever for, for, for as long as that video game exists. And yeah. What we have is any indication that's going to be, you know, 50, 60, 70 years from now. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I think I think um, I think Halo is going to have a, uh, a long running success. I mean, you have the series coming out and that that series looks awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm stoked for that. So. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, if anyone's listening, that's part of that show. <laughs> Give me a shot. Yeah, I've been telling my agents and my manager like, hey. Please, everything. Just give me a shot. I just want a shot to audition for that show. But um, yeah, there's got to be some sort of person, some military folks up in there that's got to be, you know, uh, yeah, you know, training the Spartans and or or a Spartan running around, you know. So uh, yeah. yeah, 
or even as a technical advisor, there you go. They, you know, they want to do military. They need a military advisor. Yeah. Yeah. I have some buddies, uh, some buddies that do that. Um, a buddy of mine, that's what he does for the TV show SWAT. And um, yeah, he does a good job. So if you watch SWAT and, um, you know, you see how they handle tactics and the weapons and everything, because he's a, a, a former military, former yeah. SWAT guy. Um, that's a cool gig. Yeah, he uh, he keeps it. He keeps it looking real as real as possible, because there's some things that for the camera you try to do it as you would in a real scenario and it, it, maybe it just doesn't work, but, um, right. you know, he does his best to keep it looking real and that's, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Different, different angles and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, uh, where can everyone find you on the interwebs on the socials? Um, uh, pretty much just my name, Verlin Roberts. Um, Instagram is my, my main go-to. That's where I'm at mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I am starting up a YouTube channel that's going to be called Victorious, Mm, Um, and it's going to be a a gaming channel, but really what it's going to be is um, I want to give back. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't have a lot of mentors in my life, and I know that there's people out there that have just, you know, questions about life, and I kind of want to use it as a a way to mentor people. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some, some kids that are thinking about joining the military or thinking about getting into acting, or maybe they just... Maybe they had a breakup with their girlfriend. They don't want to talk to their parents about it. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel a, a pull from the universe to give back in a mentoring type of capacity. And I think through gaming is a good way to reach out and mm-hmm. connect with people. Um, it's a good common platform. And um, so, yeah, that's what I've been working on. I'm going to be launching that in the next week or so. Nice. Um, yeah, I just, I want to get back and, and try to help people and yeah. Yeah, I look forward to uh, checking it out and subscribing. So be Thanks. on the lookout for that, folks. Yeah, Victoria. we'll make sure we push that out when you when we know it drops. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I'll shoot you guys a link. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Well, um, Paris, Paul, thank you for being here. And, and Verlin, thank you for coming on as well and, and sharing everything i mean the it, the mentor thing is really cool i can't wait to watch you do that and uh something real quick i want to say on that is that i think that there's a lot of people i've met um that are vets or former military or currently in the military that that love to mentor people in the right direction you know put them in the right path so that they have a future and they have a life. And I remember growing up, my dad, um, my dad had a few pizza places. And one thing that he did was he was really connected to the community. So he was connected to a lot of recruiters and stuff. And when he saw kids taking the wrong path or getting involved in the wrong part of life, he would call up a buddy that was a recruiter and say, Hey, I have somebody that might have some potential and, you know, he's got no future if, you know, he doesn't get into the military or something. And, and that you know, a lot of people came back and thanked my dad for that. So it was just, uh, seeing you doing something very similar, it, it just, uh, speaks to me. So, yeah. We're right on, man. Yeah. It, does it, does it give you that warm and fuzzy feeling? It does. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to everybody watching, we'll have uh, Verlin links, you know, down below the video and on the podcast feeds. And uh, talk to you guys next time. Hey, awesome. thanks, guys. Appreciate it.